Welcome back to the ALG Podcast. I am your co-host, John Arpino, J. Arp's Journey. I'm joined today by my co-host partner in crime, David Fit D. Rock Roden. And today we have a very special guest, somebody who I've been following on the gram for well over a year now. His journey really inspires me on a personal level, and I know it does for a lot of people. So let's welcome to the show, Fat Chance Trying, Chance Lorenzi. How are you today, my brother? Welcome to the ALG Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. How was uh, how was your weekend? In the presence of greatness, but you know, I'm good. stop it, stop it now, Chance. <laughs> this is what I just said. Okay, so so folks, I've, I I followed <laughs> Chance like a week and a half, two weeks ago on on the Instagram, and I haven't gotten into like diving into his story um, until we actually just kind of schmoozed before the we, we clicked record and talking. And like, I'll be honest here. I'll, I'll get all these people who lose like 200 plus pounds in a year. And then there's me and my jabroni self losing 150 in three years. I'm like this, I just feel like a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> so, so chance, uh, before we kick this off, why don't you tell everybody, uh, your weight loss and how long it's uh, taken you? Um, yeah, I guess I would have started into the weight loss side of my journey. Uh, July 2nd, 2019. And as of right now, um, basically just a little over a year in, I started at 600 pounds and now I'm down to 335 on the dot. Um, so yeah, 245 pounds lost. Whoo, baby. Hello. Yeah. How are you? How you doing? My man, yes, Chance. <laughs> the record breaker earth shake over here. You know, I, I, I got some I got some competition. I'm not not that it's a race. We all know that. But you know, when uh, when when Alex, you know, he, he talks about his stuff and he tells me to beat him, so I'm gonna try to beat him anyway. Okay, That's what okay. I'm talking about. Competition, That's what I'm talking baby. About. There's nothing wrong with competition. So for yeah. those that don't know who Alex is, you're talking about Poro? Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. All right, good. Don't bring his jabroni ass up in my podcast again. You got that? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. I love you. Except for Poro, <laughs> just Poro just beat the the new the new number one. He's now the number one podcast on the podcast. He is. He is. He is the number one podcast. I will admit. The admit. I wasn't expecting that. It came out of nowhere. No, I figured as much. I'm sorry, London, but mm -hmm. I knew that Poro was going to come in swinging heavy. I love London. London had a great episode. So if you yeah, all have did. not checked out London uh, Papa Michael's episode of the ALG podcast or Poro's episode of the ALG podcast, be sure to like, share, and subscribe now. And that's going to be the only ad that you hear until the end. Yeah. So let's kick this puppy <laughs> off. Let's do it the right way. Chance, why don't you uh, take us back? Do, uh, do um, a little rewind. Hit the, uh, hit the rewind button and take me back to yeah, the beginning. Yeah, I would, I would love to know, um, like, that 600-pound life. What did it look like to you? Yeah. I, I okay, well, we'll start there, I guess, and then I'll go back. But, oh, you can go way back. Um, go, go, yeah, no, go no, way no. back. Go, go way back. Go way back. Go way back. Okay, like I guess, like I've said in other podcasts or whatever before, like my story starts um, when I when I was a kid. Um, I, I guess I never really realized it till now, and and finding this new me and discovering myself. But um, my my parents' divorce as a kid affected me more than I let it let out let it on and never re really realized it, but <clears throat> elementary school, you know, I was a fat kid, picked last for dodgeball kind of bullshit. Right. Um, been called every fat guy name under the book, tiny, slim, biggie, <laughs> like all of them. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, so being like a mom was a single mom. So she was always like gone working or whatever. Right. So it was just me and my brothers at home. 
And so I had free reign. Um, mom would make cookies or whatever. And you'd have a bad day at school getting picked on and teased. So you'd go home and you'd, you know, you didn't know it as a kid, but you were self-medicating, right? Right. We'd make, make a whole uh, pail of cookies or whatever for the week for our school lunches. And I would come home and destroy that like two dozen what was the uh, what was the go-to name that you were called in high school? For me, it was Brucey, the fat kid who ate the chocolate cake in Matilda. Everyone called me Brucey in high school. Yeah, uh, actually, high school, my nickname was Chins, C H I N Z, because you know I had more chins than a Chinese phone book, right? Woo! So, That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and and matter of fact, like I I I kind of embraced it too when we got our uh, when we got our um, grade twelve our our grad hoodies or whatever. You know, people had their like sports down right. the sleeve or whatever. So I just had chins across mine, and yeah, Own it, like, right? I, I embraced it. You right. know, that's, what are you gonna that's do? All I could do at that time, sort of. Right. But um, so yeah, it was a, it was a cycle of uh, bad eating habits and and learning to cope with food as a kid. I just taught myself that. Um, then my mom remarried, and uh, we moved to another another province like another state or whatever oh yeah if you can't tell um, by chances Zach said he is from the uh, great white north yeah fucking a boys he's, he's from <laughs> over the wall <laughs> yeah but no so so we moved and i was i was just like starting my youth i, I was like 14 and i kind of said like i ain't gonna let nobody pick on me no more i'm gonna be this this funny guy uh, you know because i i generally like to be a funny guy right Right. But I, I wasn't going to let anyone do that kind of shit to me anymore, right? So I totally changed my persona. But obviously, I guess I didn't deal with that emotional bullshit that I've been carrying around, the name calling, my parents breaking up, all that stuff. But uh, so I just became this kind of fool, this kind of clown. Also, you know, you get into your youth, right? What a, what a lot of young kids do. Well, we start drinking and partying, right? So right. if I could be the loudest, baddest party dude, everyone would accept me and like me, right? So I, I started heavy into that at a young age, like 14, 15, drinking hard, going out yeah. to parties as a young kid. And at the end of the day, when all that was over, I, I'd come home and I'd just, you know, I, I'd still not like the person I was. So what do you do? You self-medicate again. You, you, go, to the, you go to the fridge, you eat. Mm -hmm. um yeah that was that was the cycle and like like we were saying earlier you know even in high school like nicknames being called names still pick class for gym class i mean <laughs> mind you mind you track was good track was good i, I could i could throw shot but like nobody's business right so being a big guy also you know growing up on the on on a farm doing a lot of farm work doing chores things like that so I wouldn't say I was an athlete by any ways, no. but I was, I was active. I was right. big. I was you, you, weren't a, you weren't a lazy fat guy. No, no. I was never a lazy fat guy. Not, not at all. Right. Um, not until later, later, later on when the weight really ballooned. But, um, so I graduated high school, bummed around a bit. Then I got a job back in another province. I worked away from home, but this was like working, not being a lazy fat guy. This is working in the oil field. This is some mm. hard, hard. I'm sorry. What were you doing? I couldn't hear you. Uh, working in the oil field. Like oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. This is some hard, dirty, nasty work, but you got paid good for it. Um, I was probably around 400 pounds when I was doing that. 
so it was hard to keep up. Right. The, 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 but the guys on the crew, they, they seemed drive and determination. So they, you know, they, they kept me on and, and then encouraged me. But the thing is, you made a lot of money and you spend it as fast as you could. And I spent it on booze and junk food. Right. Like, I mean, mind you working 16 hour days, there isn't a lot of healthy options available. Mm-hmm. So you'd stop at the seven 11 in the morning and you'd basically get a $40 grocery bag full of junk food and that that was that was your meal for the day yeah and then you'd come home at night well you're too tired to cook so you hit out mcdonald's or whatever all night drive through was open right what was that uh mcdonald's order like back in the day yeah, i need to hear it oh um probably start with a big mac supersized fries um then a 10-piece nuggets and maybe a couple uh, bacon cheeseburgers, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and then you'd beg the guy to only give you one Coke, right? Like, oh, no, man, I'm ordering two meals, but all I need is one Coke. Like, like no, but they, I, they have to give it to you anyway, so you just hum the, hum the son of a bitch and drive. I, I, I got to I gotta say this, because th- this, is, this is the savageness. Of, I mean, everyone has <laughs> differently. But for me, like, when I used to go to McDonald's, number one, I was not a Big Mac guy. I, yeah. It was double quarter pounder from here. Oh, wow, um, really? Oh, yeah. I like the double quarter pounder more. And then number two, I used to, I'd get the double quarter pounder meal, obviously extra large or whatever the largest size was, super size, whatever. Super size me. They, they, they yeah. don't have that anymore. They don't have that anymore. Um, but then what I used to do, this is savage. I used to go, oh yeah, what did he want again? Uh, and I used to oh, act yeah. like I was yeah, ordering yeah, yeah. for someone else. And I'd go, oh yeah, uh, a 10 piece chicken nugget. And I would, I would literally act like I'm ordering for other people. And I'm just like, no, this is all for me. This is all for me. <laughs> I used to do that. See, my, I couldn't, uh, I can't eat sesame seeds. So I'm allergic. So I was never a Big Mac guy or anything. So what I used to do was I used to get three uh, McDoubles with cheese, add Mac sauce, two McChickens, a slice of tomato on each, cheese on that, extra mayo, both sides of the bun and a 10-piece chicken nugget. And if I was feeling really, really, really risky, I'm talking like I was hungry, you know what I'm saying? I would get two, uh, two of them snack wrap gimmicks. I don't even think they have those anymore. And that was my order, guys. That was Damn. my complete J-Arp's journey McDonald's order to a T. So if you, ask anyone, if you run into any of uh, J-Arp's friends in high school and they ask what do you got from McDonald's, that, that's probably their answer. Oh, my gosh. You have to add the tomato and the cheese to the McChickens, guys. I was, you were all bougie at McDonald's. I wasn't bougie. I, but my thing was, I would order off the dollar menu. I wasn't like, yo, let me get a number two, a number six. No, I'm running through that dollar menu <laughs> <laughs> and creating my own concoction. So anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was just was really interested in your McDonald's oh, order. Oh, that's fine. So anyway, it's, late. It's, <laughs> go ahead. It's funny you say about that ordering that, uh, that food and acting like it was for other people. I wouldn't do that at the drive-thru, but I, I legit, as soon as David said that, I was like, I remember ordering like takeout. And being like, yeah, I'll, I'll get, I'll get the family special. No, I, I got company and the kids over. I was like, well, the guy would come. It would just be me in an, in an apartment. Like, I'm like, don't judge me, asshole. You know, <laughs> and see, guys, yeah, guys, sit down and eat a freaking twelve-inch pepperoni pizza and a bunch of wings and crap. Right. More of the story uh, here. It's okay to laugh at what you used to do. Like, oh, it's, yeah. there's oh, yeah. nothing, there's no, don't, you, you don't have to feel um, like remorse for it. It's like, it, 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 I find it fascinating what I used to do for the reasons to make myself feel better. 
Yeah. And uh, it's fascinating. Listen, I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I look at my past life. That's why I call it my past life. And I'm just like, yo, fuck that guy. He didn't know any better, you know? So now we're, we're out here. We're chilling. We're clanging. We're, uh, excuse me. Wow. We're chilling. We're killing. We're clanging and we're banging. And now we're back to Chance's story. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, still working, eating like crap. Um, pretty much like depressed at this time. Uh, I, How old are you ish? I was in my early twenties. Okay. Like and how old are you now? How old are you now? Actually, I don't know that at all. So how old are you now? I'm 34. Wow. 34. You don't look a day over 27. Thanks. You. Sexy son of a bitch. Look yeah. at you. I get, that, I get that a lot, man. Like, Dude, it's like, you are. Yeah. It's, the, it's the beard, man. It's the beard. You know how envious <laughs> I am of a freaking beard? I can't grow a beard and it's bullshit. No, you could offer David a million dollars. You can't grow any facial hair. It's, it's bullshit. Like, I would literally, like, give my left testicle for a beard. Wow, that's the bigger Actually, one for those that don't know. That's the bigger yep, one. Yep, 100%. <laughs> Um, I actually, I should rewind that a bit prior when, when I was just doing that bumming around between high school and going out West to work in the oil patch, I did have an episode where I was depressed because I was drinking a lot and that was 2008 and I ended up hospitalized because I had a suicide attempt. Wow. Mm. That, that, that is a key point to the story. And I kind of forgot about that. Wow. Uh, you know, it's something I don't always think about. So it's. Can, I, can you walk us through that a little bit? I mean, I don't want to touch on anything you don't want to talk about, but I would definitely like to uh, hear some of that if you can. Oh, no, for sure. Like, I mean, this, this is legit. This is real life, right? Yeah, this so, is wrong. So. Um, yeah, it was 2008. I was, uh, I was living with a roommate in, in a city. I was just working like at a manufacturing plant, um, you know, steel work, iron work. Um, but. I was drinking pretty heavy. Um, just not happy with my life. And I was, I was having a hard time keeping up with the guys at that, at that mill. You're spending nine, 10 hours a day on hard concrete. It, it was killing me. I was probably close to that 400 pound mark at that time. It was killing me. And then I guess I was just, I was really isolated because me and my roommate, we worked, I worked night shift, he worked day shift. And when he was on, we were always vice versa. So I, I never seen anybody. Um, so yeah, just the loneliness kind of crept in, um, looking at myself in the mirror one day and just like full of self hate and self doubt and just sick and tired of being sick and tired. So yeah, I, I ended up, uh, trying to take my life. Um, I, I, I don't want to trigger anyone. So I'm not going to go into how or whatever, like booze and pills, booze and pills. That, that, that's, that was mm -hmm. my MO. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I ended up phoning my mom and then her and my dad came down to the city and, you know, they, they found me, took me to the hospital, got me, got me admitted. So I did two months there to get myself straight. And then that's after I, I felt better and I felt good and I felt like I had these coping skills locked down. That's when I decided to go out West to make some money and try to better myself. But it was the same thing. If you weren't working with the crew, you were again alone and isolated, right? Right. And still not dealing with those coping skills. And then, you know, you, you, you give a young guy a buttload of money and he wants to go balling. So he goes out to the bars and he gets back into the sauce again hard. And, you know, it just it just wasn't a good good mix for me out there as well. 
but like like I said, I guess it was lonely. So what's what's what what's a guy who's lonely and doesn't know how to deal with his shit do? Well, he goes and gets a girlfriend because that's gonna fix all his problems, right? Luckily, she's still with me. She became my wife. Awesome. Um, that's fantastic. But but uh, we I ended up moving to where she's from, where I'm at now in in Saskatchewan, and uh, it's it's weird because we just kind of like we accepted each other for who we are. And shout out Jennifer. She's lost a hundred pounds already this year. Wow, that's that's, that's fantastic! Yeah. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, so we've been doing this together, but we also gained weight together because, like I was saying, we, we just kind of accepted each other for who we are. Hey, that's love weight, baby. You can't you can't you can't knock that. That's that loving weight. It is, it is, and you know, it was like, oh, I'm bored, and and, and instead of let's go for a walk or let's go work out, kind of like we do now, it's like. Let's go for a drive and get some junk food, right? Like, sit on the couch, cuddle, and watch uh, watch crappy TV all night, and, and that's what we did. <clears throat> but deep down, it was it was it was killing both of us. Right. Um, she doesn't suffer with mental health like I do, so for me, I mean, it it just it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. The only thing I I I mean. All those coping skills that I learned, I didn't learn them good enough because I went back straight to eating more, um, drinking more, and eventually it led to me losing losing a good job that I had. Um, there was the downturn in the economy here, which you know played a big part in it as well. But when a guy's at this point 550 pounds, well. It's hard to find work. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. basically you're basically disabled. You know, you're 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 so big that you can't fit behind the wheel of any equipment to drive. You can't fit behind the wheel of a semi truck to drive. You're, you're trained up and you know what to do, but you basically put yourself in bed for the rest of your life. And at this point in time, that's that's where I was. Um, it was it was around 2015. And basically from 2015 on, I'd get the odd job here or there that would last a month or so until the company got, you know, I'm, I'm never blaming these companies, man. They want productive workers. Right. They, 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 they try with you, but it's like at the end of the day, it's, it's not even about their bottom line. It's about the safety right. aspect of it. If you've got a guy that's supposed to be driving a big truck who can't buckle up or turn the steering wheel, you're going to hurt yourself. You're gonna, and you might even hurt somebody else. So right. you know, they 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 would send me down the road, and then that would just, you know, it'd be a vicious cycle of like feeling shitty about yourself and feeling bad because you can't do it, and then you'd feel more depressed. And then basically, I almost it seemed like for a for a year, I just end up lying in bed. Like I don't know if you guys see like see things through through your mind's eye, but like. I always see it in my head, like 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 a like a movie where yeah. they do that upshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just this big fat fuck lying in bed, and it gives it like black and white with it spinning there. And I was just like, like <laughs> this, this was it. That's that's where I was. Right. And then, of course, you know, the, my wife wants to make me feel good, so she'll text me. It's like, well, how is your day going? I'm like, ah, it's not going worth a shit. It's like, well, what can I do to make it better? 
well, you can bring home, you know, some chips and pop. And, and then, so basically she was feeding my addiction at that point in time because mm -hmm. like, she didn't know what it, what it was or, or how to help me. Right. And in my mind, that was the only thing that made me feel good was just sitting there eating more and more and more and more. And, um, I ended up once or twice hospitalized, um, because you know, you're so fat, you get lymphedema in your legs. Yep. One time the lymphedema, um, turned into uh, cellulitis yeah and well you've seen the pictures on on my instagram I yeah no definitely yeah yeah walk us through that and what's that i said walk us through that for those who haven't seen the post yeah no um that, that cellulitis infection killed me well damn near killed me um what happened is like yeah the, the lymphedema got in my legs and so all that fluid doesn't pump back up it doesn't that you don't piss it out it just stays there um what happened is it got stagnant and when it, when it goes stagnant it gets infected and then what happened to me is like the infection spread into my bloodstream yep and then i went into septic shock wow is, is, is what my doctors explained it to me so i basically like i i, I was in the hospital for almost month and a half Wow. intensive care for a week and a half um by the time my wife like i phoned her that day i'm like something's wrong i just don't feel right my at this point in time my leg wasn't even swollen and red and inflamed it was just puffy from the lymphedema but by the time she came home from work put me in the truck and drove me to the hospital i was i was out of my head right like i've never done psychedelic drugs but i, I swear that's what it feels like Wow. The room was spinning. My temperature was through the roof. Wow. You just have they, I remember them having to keep pouring buckets of water on me. Wow. To get my temperature to drop. And then they'd wrap me in like cold blankets and stuff. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then, yeah. And you know, like, 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 like a, like a smart man, that should have been my wake up call. Right. But it wasn't, I got out of the hospital and I, we went to Burger King draft food. As I said, I was sick and tired of this fucking hospital food. I'm getting something real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's, that's what I did. Um, uh, luckily, I, I, you know, being in the hospital on their diet, I did end up losing a bunch of weight and obviously being sick too. So that gave me a bit of edge to get back into the workforce. But I mean, ultimately, I put the weight back on. And like I said, the, the depression kicked in hard, lying in my bed. I didn't even know my weight at this time. I hadn't gone to a Walmart in over a year because I, I physically couldn't walk. Like 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 at five fifty, I could do I I could do stuff and I was in pain. But I swear, once I passed that that mark, that's when it was just excruciating pain to live, to breathe. Like I mean, it was all already there, but like yeah, like I said, I hadn't gone out to a grocery store in over a year. Like because I mean, I, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't even walk to the produce section if I tried. Right. Right. So. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I was with that. And before then you, before I you guess, move on really quick, let me just ask you something. What was, uh, how, like when you were in the hospital, what, how did they try to cure what you had? Like, what, what was it? Was it drainage? What is it? Did they put you um, on a lot of Lasix? What was it? A, a lot of Lasix. Like I was, I was pissing constantly. Um, then obviously antibiotics. Right. But I guess. Throughout my years of being a big guy, I've had a lot of chest infections as well. Right. Just carrying a bunch of weight on your chest. It, it, 
I guess that's part of it. Just mm-hmm. naturally born with asthma, right? Yeah, same. Obviously, being a big big guy it doesn't help. Right. Um. So I'm kind of immune to a lot of antibiotics from being on them. Right. A lot as a kid and yeah. young adult and everything. So whatever they had me on, it was always intravenous IV. Right. And then um, they had me on Dilaudid for pain, which was messed up. Right. Like I'm not a. That was just that was messing with me. Uh, when I when I got out of the hospital, they increased like just a pill form, uh, um, whatever it was there to, to make make you piss. Oh, and LASIK. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah, LASIK. Sorry, yeah. And then yeah, that's 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 kind of how the hospital's been stayed. So so I didn't know this, but you said that you had uh, you had asthma as a child. So that that yeah. was me my whole life. I had terrible asthma as a child. When you were younger, were you on a lot of steroids for your asthma? Like I was on prednisone constantly. Oh yeah, constantly. Like I, I still take a like right now. I just do my normal Ventolin inhaler. Once yeah, me too. Yeah, and then I also take a, a steroid inhaler as well. What do you take, Advair? Uh, no, it's called Zenhale. Okay. It's, it's it's along the same lines as Advair. Yeah, 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 yeah. But were you ever on uh, <laughs> on any prednisone as a child? Oh in, yeah, in a like, pill form. Yeah, yeah I, oh, I yeah, attest that to my whole weight gain as a child, dude. Like. You're not, for those that don't know, like you're supposed to only be on prednisone for like two weeks at a time. I was literally on it for 13 years straight. So oh, yeah, that, pretty, it just, yeah, it just pumps you up, man. It, to like no end, like you get the moon phase, constant hunger, irritability. Like I remember one time I was in the hospital with a really bad asthma attack. I was in the ICU and I was on mm-hmm. a shit ton of prednisone. Like I was on a fuck ton of prednisone and I grabbed a nurse by her collar. And I was like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Let me talk to your fucking manager. And no joking around, I was like 10 years old. Like, yeah. I, was, I should not have been saying those words. I should not, no, no one should be, but I was very yeah. disrespectful because of this prednisone. I had something called steroid psychosis. And it just got to the point where prednisone would just make me go fucking loopy, man. And they would have oh, to wow. knock me out. They would have to knock me out so I wouldn't like go nuts. Like, so a lot of people don't realize when, you're, when you have all this weight, you're already sick. And you have other ailments like asthma, high blood pressure, st- stuff like that. It just adds up. And these drugs, the, the, the side effects of a lot of these drugs don't help your case at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're supposed to. All right. So the best was when I was younger. Well, you know, you have really bad asthma. If you would just drop a couple of pounds, man, you know, your asthma would be better. But here's this prednisone that's going to make you fucking heavy. So don't I don't know how you're going to lose the weight. I don't know how you're going to be able to breathe. But good luck. Here you go. So yeah, I just, I just, I was just wondering if you you were on the prednisone. I apologize for that. No, no, and that's that's some good insight, John, because like I never knew that about it. But like, like you said, I was on it, yeah. and I was that kid too at the hospital. Yeah. I would fucking come unglued on yeah, some man. Of this and Dude. you felt bad because like your mom's looking at you like ready to beat you blue. And it's just like, well, I'm sorry, she is pissing me off. Dude, yeah, they had to sedate me one time because I was just going nuts. Like yeah. the, the prednisone's no joke, and especially if you're a, if you're a young kid or you know you're a young adult, you don't you don't know what's going on. Like these drugs just make these these weird side effects come out. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's insane. So anyway, you're you just got out of the hospital, and I don't blame you. You just left the hospital. You pull up to a uh, Burger King drive-through, and uh, yep. so now so now you're you're gonna begin your life after this almost battle with your life. So where where are you yep. at now? Um. You know what? I, I, like I said, I, I got a few jobs off and on and they, they'd last a bit and then you'd get let go or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much 
at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, right. but my mental health just isn't there. Right. Like it, it is, it is, I mean, rejection after rejection or getting let go after getting let go. I'm just like, I'm finding my day to day worse and worse, like physically as well as mentally. Right. Right. Um, constantly thinking about suicide and just saying, fuck it. Like it ain't even worth it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I guess I'm not giving up, but I, I remember it was Christmas time and we went out to my parents' farm and I seen some pictures, man. And, I'm, and at this point in time too, my wife and I were fighting daily, saying the worst kind of shit we could think to each other because I'm depressed. And when you're depressed, it's not, what was me? I want to sit in a dark corner. A lot of people know depression. You're, you're irritable as shit. You're angry. Yeah. You're mean. You're honorary. Yeah. And I remember at, at Christmas, I caused a big scene, fighting with my brothers, fighting with my mom, but it's just a dick, right? So it's, it's after the new year, and I'm just like, I, I need to do something. And this was around like January, early January 2019. I broke down to my, in tears to my wife, and I'm like, I, I, need, I need to find a counselor. I need to do something. So... We did, um, and I started seeing counselor for about, you know, from January to about, uh, like, well, like July 2nd, right? When I, when I went, when I started with this whole, like, keto thing, but I, for me, I had to get my mind right first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I could have, I could have ate all the healthy food, but if my mind wasn't fixed, I mean, each day it's a struggle, and I, I, I still go and see my counselor and therapist, you know because that's something I just have to do. Right. But up to that point, it, it was just something I needed to do before I started dieting and exercising and all mm-hmm. that. Um, I talk about that all the time. You, you have to be <laughs> mentally ready before any physical, you, you, you give someone the perfect keto plan, yeah. but if they're not mentally ready for it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I feel no. like, I feel like nine times out of 10, whenever someone goes on a, a great journey like this, especially someone starting morbidly obese, you're not going to, stick to the to the program until you have that like mental enlightenment like until your brain yeah. is like hey dick like it's really it's time to fucking change your life you're just gonna you're gonna go through the motions you're gonna you know live that lifestyle for a minute but it's gonna be temporary to you and that's just that's the sad part you know like a lot of people don't see that it's a double-edged sword that you need to you need to be mentally ready to change your life more than your body just telling you hey you're, you know, 500 pounds, you're 600 pounds, you're not gonna be able to survive. Hello, like high blood pressure, diabetes, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. for some reason, we just don't get that as humans. Mm-hmm. Like, we just we wait and we wait and we wait and we wait to the lowest point. And sometimes life gets us to that lowest point, And we still can't even look in the mirror and accept the fact, hey, dick, like, you're gonna die. And that's yeah. it's, it's not our fault. Like, it is our fault, but it's not our fault. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in that case, we're a victim to our environment. Why? Because I feel like we're coddled, you know? Um, everyone around you, if, if you're feeling this depressed way and you're, you know, 500 pounds, well, what are they going to do for you? They're not going to say, hey, Chance, let's go take a walk around the block a couple of times. No, they're going to be like, hey, bud, you want to go, you know, grab a beer, grab a slice of pizza, you know, go to McDonald's, yeah. like whatever. And they feel like they're helping you. And in the long run, they're really just helping you destroy you, you know? So oh, no. you got to get, exactly. get that mental that mental going. 
I, I, I was pretty lucky. I had, I have one, well, I still have him as a friend. Um, he was a guy though that would like, I, I found when I got to that size and I couldn't do anything physically, like, it, it was even a tough time to go over to Buddy's backyard and have a beer, right? Right. No chairs to fit you, just sitting there was, you're yeah. in pain. But I, my, my, my one buddy, you know, like we'd go out to his place and he's like, no, you're going to come help me fix this in my garage. Like, I don't care what you do, but you're coming. Right. You need to take 20 breaks. You're going to do it. Yep. He's like, and he'd be straight up honest. He's like, you're fat. I love you, but you're fat. Fix this, fix this right away. I don't know how you're right. going to fix it, but he, he was, he was that brutally honest friend, but not like. It's weird because like some people can do it in such a mean way where you're just like, fuck mm-hmm. you, right? Right, right, right. This this was a guy who was brutally honest and it hit you, but it was like, fuck yeah, like, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. You yeah. Hell honest. yeah. Was he a fit dude? Yeah. Was he was he like heavy like like what what was what was he? Uh average guy. Average, average guy. guy, hard hard working guy, um, always active. Yeah. Good dad to his boys, taking him to hockey. Uh, good crew leader on his crew where he worked. So he's just a solid, solid dude, right? That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm doing all this counseling. And then around June, the month before I started keto or whatever, a friend of mine in real life was doing it herself. And she had lost like almost 30 pounds in two months, right? And so for me, that was like, fuck, eh? like, like a real person can do it. These ain't just some people on Instagram. This ain't just some person on Oprah for fuck's sakes. This is right. a real person, my real friend. And then so she gave me a bunch of research and all her research that she did. Me, fat, unemployed with nothing to do. I got on YouTube, watched all the Thomas DeLauer, watched all the Dr. Berg, got on Instagram, stalked Stormy like, like, like he wanted to date me or something, you know, like I, I was, I was in that. And, Shout I, out and to I, Gorby. Just, I just, I just took all that research and then I just used it for myself. And I, I've heard other guys saying, uh, you know, you, you go and you get rid of every piece of shit food in your house. Yeah. We, we, we did to a point because, you know, we, we have a little one at home or whatever. I'm not going to deny her Captain Crump. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make yourself fat, right? She's still got to be a kid. Um, so we have like a, this is her food. This is our food. So, but anyways, like I basically got rid of all the bad things, downloaded the car manager app like everyone does, and just, just kind of went to town. I bought a food scale and some new measuring cups and spoons, and everything was weighed, tracked, like, at the beginning, I was making like I go and grill pork chops on the barbecue, and make a salad. Well, it took half hour to get your dinner on your plate because you're measuring every piece of lettuce. Like that's how strict I was at the beginning, right? Good for you. Um, now at this point, I know what a cup of lettuce looks like in the right. garden mm-hmm. salad. Like, and I know what my three pork chops are gonna weigh. I don't always do it if I'm trying something new. Then of course I'm going to right. I know what the macros are on a 12 ounce steak or a six ounce steak. Like I just kind of, you're, you're into this and you know it, right? So it's not as, I'm not going to weigh every single steak I eat now, but the first three, four months, every time, because that, that one calorie in my mind was make or break, right? 
I gotta add it because that is that is up my. That's why I, I always say that. Like I like, it doesn't always feel good at the beginning, but the first three to four months, you gotta weigh everything. You gotta yeah. scale it all out. You gotta. You don't have to do it forever, but you have yeah. to know what yeah. you're actually eating. And most people just have, especially when you when you live an obese life, it's like you just have no semblance of what portion size is. Oh yeah. None. Have none. Like no. oh oh oh. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm having some chips. Right. The whole box, and then yeah. it's like this. This bag of chips is one serving size. Servings. No, no, no. But one bag of chips is one serving size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's and it's like yeah. Like uh, when you get into anything, it's like you have now. But then once you do it and you get on it for over and over and over again, you don't have to live it forever because you get so good at it. It's like mm-hmm. now I, I can just look at something and have a pretty good understanding of what I'm eating. But isn't it that, don't you guys think it's a little sad that this is something that's not taught to us, mm-hmm. like growing up in school and just Nothing. like, like, and I remember in health class, they just kind of like mm. skimmed over this. They kind of told us what a calorie was. They kind of showed us the food pyramid, which is full of shit in itself. And yeah, then they were just like, gonorrhea is bad. And I was like, all right, cool. I got it. I know what I'm doing now. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of when I, when I was in school and we had health class and stuff like that. Gosh, you think about that now. I'm like, I mean, I was 300 pounds by the time I was Four, 13 14 so like that's about when you take health class and i'm like oh shit i, I think we did pretty good but again if yeah, you're not mentally there it's a joke i remember see like see when we, when we did health class i remember when we got into like food and nutrition we spent more time on like um eating disorders than yes. we did how to cope and actually be a human and eat the right way like we watched yeah, a video for two weeks on binge eating and purging Mm-hmm. Like, why is that going to help me? And the, and the girl in the video was this twig of a girl from 1980 smoking cigarettes in the school parking lot saying that it curbed her appetite. And there I am under the pool in high school, 400 pounds smoking Newports. Like, well, this is not fucking working because I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would agree. I would agree. It's so hard, though, because, I mean, I mean, today it's like any, any conversation. What were you about to say? I, I think, too, like with learning to eat. I mean, maybe like for our generation, like a lot of their our parents and our parents' parents, like your grandparents, they come from that depression era, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Where each plate, each food, because you don't know when you're going to eat again. Right. So at, at every meal growing up at grandma's house, there is a loaf of bread. On, yeah. And you put as much butter as you want on it and you better fill up on bread because back then meat and fresh produce, that was scarce. So like it was just, as much as you could, as often as you could. Like, I mean, you come from an Italian family, John. Like, yeah, pasta, man. Fill up, fill up, fill up. Dude, I, I was thinking about this the other day. So, when I was younger, and I mean, even to this day, we had regular cereal bowls, right? Which were like a kind of a standard size cereal bowl. And then our pasta bowls on Sunday, no joke, was like a large salad bowl. And that, mm-hmm. like this. And this was your portion. And my grandma would fill that shit up and not just fill it up, it would be up, up, up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when you were done, she had the audacity, God rest her soul. I miss you so much. But she had the audacity to ask, do you want more? <laughs> yes, grandma. I would love another heaping, heaping, heaping portion of pasta and meatballs, please, for the love of God. And that's, that's why I'm, you know, 500 pounds, but you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. That would that would say is my number one. If I if I were to, because it's again, I it's a multifaceted. You get into mental health. You get into yeah. people's past. You get into you get into someone has to deal with um, 
asthma and they're taking all these, uh, all these steroids. So it's, it's a multifaceted issue. I would say one of the top issues of today is just accessibility to large quantities of food. It's like that wasn't a thing more than 50 years ago. Right. <laughs> there was no Meyer or Walmart that you could just smorgasbord well, an obnoxious amount I think, of food. I think it has a lot to do with, with the accessibility of large portion size. I think that is definitely it. But it's also, mm-hmm. I think, technology itself kind of fucked mm-hmm. up society as far as their weight goes. Because, listen, you watch, uh, if you watch football, right? If you, wa- if you watch the NFL, they have the NFL 60 Minutes which is, you know, the go active, go outside and go play. Why are they, like, why are they telling us that we have to go outside and play? You know, Nickelodeon uh, on TV during the summer, they shut off their airing for like an hour a day so kids know to go outside and play. Why is that mm-hmm. a thing? Like, mm-hmm. why do we have to put that into our everyday program to remind children of today's youth that you need to go outside and play? I need to play Fortnite for 14 hours, Dad. Right. Like, it's obnoxious. <laughs> I, I kind of had the same thing a while ago. Well, actually, last year. This time last year. My, my, my kid's birthday is around this time, and her grandparents bought her like, a Fitbit for a kid. Oh, that's and cool. I was like, what the fuck is this? It sets daily reminders for her to get off her ass and go and play. I'm like, you, you're a fucking kid. One, we're supposed to be all about body positivity. Now you're telling <laughs> you can that ass up and go play in this fucking machine? I was pissed. And then, of course, you know, it's cool for them to wear it because, hey, all the other kids at school, oh, she wears it for like a week and then it's destroyed. I'm like, good. I'm glad the thing fucking <laughs> I didn't even know they made Fitbits for kids. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, and even I should find the packaging and take pictures of it because it's just wrong. It's so oh, wrong really? in my eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like, re- remember to get up and play today. And it's like, well, one, you shouldn't need a reminder. And two, it's like, Really? Now you're telling kids that yeah. they're fat? Yeah, dude. That, that, that'll fuck with them hard, man. I mean, right. it, it's, it's, it's all about like trying to make them learn to be healthy and make healthy choices at a young age so they don't become five, six hundred pound fat fucks like we were. Right. But in the same breath, you got to balance that line. It's like, you don't call a 10-year-old girl fat. Right. No. That's, that's, that's when she gets bulimia and bullshit, right? Yes, right. You're like, just... Apple, what the fuck? Yes, no, a, a thousand percent. I, I definitely agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's just something that we as a society need to take a step back and realize, hey, this kind of like damaged us a bit and we're so far into it now. Like I was a 90s baby, so I have the memories of going outside and playing and the internet being kind of new and like your mom not being able to use the telephone while you went on the internet. So like get the mm-hmm. fuck off the, get the fuck off the computer so I can, <laughs> you know, call our relatives. But um, yeah. now it's just like, here, for example, boom, I have everything right here. I can do whatever I want right here. And every kid age 10 and up probably has one of these two, probably has a better one than I do. And that's, that is what is wrong. Yeah. You know, that that's wrong with society. So I don't want to take away from your story. I'm sorry that we just enlightened the world that we have an <laughs> obesity problem in children. But, you know, here we go back to Chance's story. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> Chance you were, you were right at that transition period. Yeah, where you were about you, to start. You just oh, yeah. education, July, right around July, you were starting of last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It started right around July. Um, obviously, I couldn't find a scale online that was big enough. And I, I, the only reason I knew my weight at that time at 600 pounds 
was because I did have another hospital visit with another leg infection. It was, it was just a brief three day stay to get the infection under control, but for their charts or whatever, they had to wait. Right. So they, 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 they couldn't put me on the normal scale. They had to hoist me in all these straps looking like free Willie there getting <laughs> lifted up on the bed. Yeah, and that's, I've been that's there. how they, that's how they weighed. I like that wasn't embarrassing enough. And then, so I, I looked at it and I did the conversion because it was in kilograms. Even though I'm Canadian, I don't use kilograms. I use pounds yeah, like a normal person. Like a normal person. And, um, like a normal person. <laughs> oh, America and Canada. I didn't know. I thought Canada, Canada did metric too. But I mean, they, they, they do. But like, I, I use a bit of both. It's, it's weird. Okay. It's like just how it is. But um, anyways, no. And, I, and it was like 597 pounds. Wow. And I was like, Jesus Christ, 597. So I, I, I went home. This is in May. I didn't start till June. So I know I went up to that easy 600 mark. Right. Because obviously I still ate like shit. And I was a measly three um, pounds. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's three pounds, right. I mean, I'd been in the hospital for three days on a water diet. I know I was probably 600. So yeah. anyways, um, my friend Amber, she gave me all this information I watched all these YouTube videos, stalked a bunch of Instagram people. And then, yeah, like I said, I just started, did all that. I think within the first, uh, let me look here. I have it on my notes. Um, yeah, October 9th of that year, I had already lost 100 pounds. Oof. I was still. Um, so from July 2nd to October 9th, I lost 100 pounds. Yeah. It's my, dude. It's, like, it's my dude. It's my dude. It's my dude. I felt like I, I felt like I could run a marathon, man. Like just invincible. Um, then by uh, five months, a hundred pounds. Can we just hold on, please? Don't five months, a hundred pounds. Yeah. Five months, a hundred pounds. Yeah. Please, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't think that it is possible to lose weight and to awesome. be a healthier person and to live a healthier lifestyle. Just remember my man Chance lost a hundred pounds in five months. Five months. It's possible. Anyway, please, I keep interrupting your story, but I just love you so no, much. And I'm so glad that we're having this conversation. <laughs> and then I guess uh, December 14th, that was kind of like my goal because I was going back up to my parents' farm to make redemption from last Christmas when I just fucked everything up. Right. So uh, by like December 14th, so just before Christmas, I was down 150. And that was like the best thing because like the, the, the shirt my mommy bought me fit me this year and I just felt good. Um, March 25th, I lost that 200 pound mark on March 25th of 2020. So there you go. And then just as of like a week ago, now it's the 245. I was trying to push when, when the numbers were coming closer to July, I was trying to make that push to get the 250 in one year because it would have just been a nice fucking round number, right? But it, it didn't happen. That's okay. I know the month of uh, June where I could have made the push for it to happen. I was kind of like in a, in a celebration mode because the year was coming up. Yeah. My birthday was around there. Uh, admittedly, I ate a little more calories every day than I probably should have. But you know what? Eh, fuck it, right? Dude, you lost 245 pounds. That was in a year. In a yeah. year. And so I don't want to hear anyone say shit to you. 
Yeah. No <laughs> surgery, no shit. No, you lost 245 pounds in a fucking year. I don't want to hear shit. Go ahead. Go have a piece of cake. Go in your kitchen right now, grab a piece of cake and eat it. I'm fucking serious. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm here where I'm at now. Um, my first goal was to get to that uh, 300 pounds loss, lose half my body weight, right? Absolutely. Um, it's changed. I want to get to around that uh, 280, 275 mark. Is How tall are you? Like Pardon? How tall are you? I'm uh, six feet. Oh, okay. All right. So we're not we're not far yeah. apart. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No. I could, bro. I could see you being like down to my size. Uh, right now, I weigh apart. like two. Bro, you're like six five. Yeah, I'm six five. He's six, six foot, foot right? six five or Hulk two complete. No, I'm, no. Stop it. Stop. He's <laughs> he's right in my general area. All right? I'm six one. I'm I'm six one. Size don't matter, bro. Come on. You know that. Um, no, come on. You could definitely get down to like what I, but it's not a race. It's not important. No. It's just, it's, if you feel good, I just, you look no, good. I, my, my biggest thing right there was I just, I, I literally did it, uh, a whole thing on this, um, on a video yesterday, which is like, you cheating on me? No, it's just like my, my personal page. Oh, like, oh. You, you, you jabroni. <laughs> the, uh, just the idea of like, okay, number one, the sweet spot goal is number two of building confidence. And it's like, it doesn't even matter what the goal is. If the goal is two pounds, my mind was so fucked at 410 pounds that the only goal that was ex- big enough that excited me, but small enough that I believe I could hit was two fucking pounds. So like, that's where I started. Like, yeah. and it wasn't until I lost 50 that I was like, I'm fucking losing 200. Right. And so, so it doesn't matter. So it's like, if, if you're at, if your point of, of a place where it's like 300 pounds is, is the goal. And then all of a sudden you're like, you see momentum. You're like, Ooh, I'm going to get to 275. And then all of a sudden you get to 275 and be like, mm-hmm. bro, let's get to 240. He'd be like, yeah. hell yeah. And it's, and, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't, no. it, it doesn't matter. You just smash the fucking goal. Like, that's right. all that matters. Right. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me now, like, yes, I still want to cut that weight. But being skinnier and being more agile and able to move, I mean, it was about like six, seven months in before I actually doing, started doing some workouts, right? Right. Okay. Now, it's, now it's like 4.30 in the morning and have a so, coffee. So you're telling me that you lost over 100 pounds and you didn't even work out the odd walk isn't that crazy everyone puts it on on the workouts well i can't walk man i actually i'm having this conversation with a guy right now and he's so focused on i'm he's 600 pounds and he's so focused on being 600 and he can't move like bro it don't matter get when you get the nutrition when your mind's right nutrition's right you lose the weight you don't need the gym well that's because it's I've, I've heard it said on Instagram by a lot of people that weight loss is like 85%, 90% diet. That's what 100%. I was just about to say. So for those yeah. that don't know, I have, I've patented the uh, 200% rule. That's 100% accountability to everything that you do. And then it's uh, 80% diet, nutrition, lifestyle, because I don't like the word diet, and 20% yeah. activity. That's literally the secret sauce. And you- I do put 5% supplements in, but that's just me. <laughs> whatever yeah oh and drink your fucking water and drink, drink your, your goddamn water, water. you just see john and i just hammer water this entire time yeah all right but perfect yeah, sorry i, I cut I you off at that, that point so so workouts today what, what do they look like yeah um basic i got i don't there are gyms but obviously covid hasn't closed and i'm about an hour and a half well an hour one way and a half an hour the other way to go up to either city okay. where, the, where the gyms are located. So um, my, my, my cousin hooked me up with some free weights 
Okay. And there was an old treadmill that we had, so I dusted that off, threw that stuff in the garage, and just bench press, squats, arm curls. Hell yeah. I, uh, I, live, in, I live in the rural country, so my, brother, my uh, buddy hooked me up with a big old tractor tire, and I go over 10 on the and I flip that son of a bitch around the backyard from time to time. That's awesome. But yeah, it's just, just simple simple lifting straight manly shit i dig it see when i, I when it. i think yeah. of chance i think of like paul bunyan like that, <laughs> that's literally who i say like they are just the the that is chance in my mind like when i when i'm sitting in my room and i'm scrolling through instagram i'm just like ah my man paul bunyan's doing his fucking thing look at him look at him look at him go look at him chop that just wood because he's, he's, he's canadian yeah, it, that's bunyan. literally it's just because he's canadian and it's awesome yeah. i love it I love you, Chance. I'm being honest with you. I, I was so you. excited to have you on here today, man. You're like, honestly, if you don't follow Chance, I know I'm skipping ahead for a second, but if you don't follow Chance on Instagram, you're really just, you're suffering. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want a kick in the ass, like, if you've already gone through your journey and you've lost a shit ton of weight and you kind of feel like you're, you're lacking on self-motivation, I want you to go follow Fat Chance Triangle because he lights a fire under my ass. It's, it's like between you and Frank is losing weight, you guys are just my fucking dudes, man. Like, you guys get me going. The other day, I, for example, and I, we're going to have Frank on here in, in, the, uh, in the future. So, Frank, if you're listening to this, congratulations. You're going to be a guest on the ALG podcast. But um, the other day, Frank, I, I had no desire to walk. Like, I do my 5K a day for people that don't know. And I had zero desire to even get off the couch. It was like 100 degrees out. And I was like, fuck this. And Frank had posted that he walked 12 miles. And he didn't want to do it. And he just walked 12 miles. And I was like, wow, dude, like I'm, I'm, I'm like bitching about doing my three to five miles a day. This dude just walked 12 miles. And then he hit me up. He was like, yeah, by the way, by the end of the day, I walked like 20. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, dude, dude, he is incredible. He walked a marathon like twice in his life. Just a f- yeah. complete marathon. It's 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 damn impressive, man. That guy. Dude, between is, you and him, man, you guys are like you guys are the celebrities. Like you guys are the celebrities on Instagram in my mind. I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. Like I love it. I think that you guys are just fucking fantastic in everything that you do, and I love that. I love your sheer determination, Chance. Like it's just you don't give a fuck. You just know no. that what you have to do, and you just get it the fuck done. Because what other choice do you have? No, that's you know? exactly it. And and that's that's what I. That's what I struggled with most and was, was I gave too many fucks. Right. And that's what made me depressed. That's what made me eat more. And that's what I had to learn through counseling. And I mean, they put it in a very soft kind of way, but I'm not right. a soft fucking guy. Right. And I just stopped giving a fuck about everything and focused on myself. The, 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 the guy down the street, was, I, and it used to fuck with my head. It was like, I, I, I can't go out for a walk. They'll see this big fat guy trying to walk. No, fuck that. Yeah, man. Fuck that he hasn't yeah. lived my life. Mm-hmm. Right. No one has. So exactly. It just doesn't fucking matter anymore. Mm-hmm. And and the moment the moment you stop caring about all that little shit, everything changes. Ooh, baby, you're giving me the goosebumps. You're giving me the goosebumps. Question. So I, I'm fascinated by this one because you, you made this statement with about your wife too. Obviously, you don't, you don't have to go like into detail because it's, it's her story too. Um, mm-hmm. But just what, when did she kind of, was her motivation semi because she saw you or what, what brought her motivation to lose 100 pounds? How'd that, how'd that kind of come to be? Um, no, it was, it was we did it together. Okay. Um, when, when, when I started, she started, it was okay. the same sort of thing. She was having trouble at her job 
keeping up, even though she's a boss lady. I mean, she just still has higher ups that she's got to answer to. And just some of the stuff that she was doing and it, in her life, like she has a, a PCOS syndrome or whatever. Yeah. Because, and, yeah. yeah and, 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 and also she's, she's anemic. So she was always going to get blood transfusions and it was, it was the same thing. Doctors telling her lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. Right. Mm-hmm. We were, we were, we were having like a bit of a failing marriage because of it. And it was just, we, we, we seen our, our friend do it. We, we talked with her. I was doing more of the research. Obviously my wife, you know, being busy working and whatnot. And I'd, I'd come to her at the end of the day. I'm like, look, look at all this stuff I found. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> And then once we just committed to do it, we just, we just did it. That's awesome. Did you guys run yeah. off each other too? Like um, motivation wise also, they saw your weight and then she saw hers and you're like, Oh my gosh, you did this. And, uh, how did that, did you guys like hold each other accountable or was it pretty much just like a. Eh, I, I think, yeah, we, we did definitely held each other accountable. We, we cheered each other on. It was the no more, well, you're sad. I'll go get you a bag of chips or mm-hmm. well, you're hungry. That was, that was the one thing I was like, well, I'm bored. But let's let's go for there. Let's go for a drive to the store, and then we come back and do some. And then now it's like I'm bored. Can't go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right. bored. Yeah. Isn't that uh, just so, so simple? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's like, I'll be like I'm bored, and I get up and I start walking to the kitchen. She's like, "You better not touch that fucking fridge." <laughs> like, yeah, well, you're right. You're right. Because she yeah. knows that's what I'm going for, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll say the same thing to her too, but I I, I don't drop the f-bomb and have her hate me for the rest of my life right so you know now see i I love that on multiple fronts number one is like again success in anything is not some grandiose decision like even even getting gastric bypass or whatever you're doing that in itself is not enough like one big thing is not enough it is changing the small daily decisions when i'm bored do i go for a drive and just go to the grocery store for no friggin' reason. Or when I'm bored, do I go for a, a 50 minute walk? That's the, mm-hmm. that is the difference. Like that is the fundamental lifestyle difference that has to be made in order to make change last. Right. And it, and it's simple. It really yeah. is, which is so nice about it. It's sure not, it it's not so grandiose. It's like, all right, I'm bored. I'm going to go for a walk. Well, you got to, the thing is you have to break that mental wall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you, you're so used to the being bored is just, that's hunger time. That's eating time for no reason. We're like fucking cattle. Like, Oh, what are we going to do? We're bored. Let's fucking go eat some food. Um, but you know, when you're really like so far gone, it's like, why would I exuberate any energy and go walk? Mm-hmm. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? I have Oreos in my fucking cabinet and I have some leftover quesadillas from last night. I'm going fucking banana. And all Netflix. Right? Oh, Come yeah. On. And now Netflix. Netflix. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just all mental wall. And it seems like, honestly, Chance, it seems like you have broken that wall. You beat the shit out of that wall. You, you destroyed it. You made it into gravel. And now you walk over it. And I love it. And I think that you are like an amazing person. Seriously, I think you're one of the best. Thank you, man. I appreciate of course. it. And, and it definitely is. I mean, yeah, there, there are days. And I'll, and I'll post about it. I will. I'm straight up honest. It's like, I feel fucking shitty. I'm in a yeah. bad mood. I'm depressed. But I find using that, that platform like Instagram, instead of reverting to the old me and, and shutting down, I'll post it. I'll get it out. It's, it's, that's like a 12-year-old girl writing in her journal, right? You know, right. That's how I look at Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll post it. I'm like, I'm shitty. 
I'm not doing good. But now it's out. When it's out there, you can look at it. Yep. You can deal with it. You can tackle that. Fuck yeah. You keep it in there. It's locked. And you can't. You can't fix it. When it's out there, you have no choice but to fucking get it done. Hell this yeah, is man. what I used to do. So, like, the, the term that I've heard before, I can't remember who, who said it, but when you're in your head, you're dead. Right. And if you have this inner battle in your brain, just back and forth, because most of our conversations are, you, you're going to lose. Yeah. Like, your, your brain just takes over. But when you verbalize it, when you, when you write it down, when you whatever, like, I used to do this. I, I'll have, like, a late night, like, oh, I want some ice cream. And I'm just sitting in my head thinking, ice cream sounds good. And then I verbalize do I really want ice cream? And I'll just say it out loud and I'll be like, no, I don't want fucking ice cream. No, no, I'm good. But like, whether it's posting on social media or just verbalizing it, getting it outside of your head so you can actually hear yourself and what you're saying, you're like, no, no, I'm good. And it's like, uh, that, that's a great strategy. I like that. that was, that's good. Definitely. That's, uh, I'll do that too. When I like open the fridge, I'm like, what the fuck am I looking for in here? I've had my meal today. So as soon as you say that, Right. Exactly. What's a day of eating for you, by the way? Um, I do OMAD just because for me. Explain I, it I, I for people that don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. Define OMAD. Only one meal a day. All my calories on one plate. It's just like when I started tracking and measuring and weighing, it's a fucking pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But if I can do it once a day, shit, that's all right. And I'm a big dude. I don't like being fucking teased with anything, especially right. food. So if I'm, if my, my, my calories are, you know, like 1800 to 2000 a day, if I'm splitting that up into three meals or whatever, it, it was just like, it was, it was such a tease, man. Mm-hmm. I like food. I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll always like food. Right. I'm a big guy. I like to sit down and feel satisfied. So that for me, it was like, all right, well, I just, I never ate breakfast. Right. Unless like mom was making pancakes. I'd eat lunch if it was like garbage food. So I could cut that out. I'd like to sit down to a big, well-rounded meal. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I do now. Like I sit down, um, say a steak, Caesar salad, maybe some asparagus or something, mm-hmm. you know, but everything's like within range of my calories or whatever. And there are days where it's like, okay, four o'clock's rolling around. Wife, he doesn't get home till five. Supper's not till six. And I'm starting to feel like something. And then it's not boredom. It's sheer hunger. Yeah, I'll go and I'll have a slice of cheese or a piece right. of ham. You know, something, right? But, like, it's just something to tie a guy over. But generally, one big meal a day. That's, that's awesome. awesome. See, I love yeah. that because it's like that's where – John and I joke where I'm the science guy. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I, like I have a biomed degree and like yeah. my dad's a heart doctor. And so like, I just want truth. Like I don't, I just want scientific, not bro. I just want what, what the reality is. And right. like right. you have these people that, well, you got to eat five small meals today. It's, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, back in the eighties, they had that science come out. It said, Oh yeah. When you eat, you, your metabolism goes up because you're eating and it takes calories to burn those, that food. But then the science now shows that that's proportionate to the amount of calories you're eating. Right. So whether you eat 2000 calories in five meals or 2000 calories in one meal, the metabolic boost is the same. And so it's like, fine, if you're a person that likes to, to graze, graze, cool. If you're a person that likes one heavy meal a day, do it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it, right. it, that's that. So I, I love that. 
See, OMAD is something that I've always truly wanted to attempt because I kind of did OMAD when I was fat. As stupid as that sounds. Like, again, I wasn't a big breakfast guy. Lunch was kind of whatever. Like, if we were getting pizza, that was cool. But, like, if I skipped lunch, it was no big deal. But then dinner was, like, that's where the action is. And even to this day for me, that's, that's like, where my action is because I eat very repetitive. Um, you know, during the week, it's, it's, I eat the same goddamn thing since I started my journey. I eat my six ounces of chicken, my half a cup or, or to a full cup of white rice and my zucchini. And that's what I literally eat five out of, you know, seven days a week constantly. And then I'll come home and I'll have my, you know, I'll have my steak dinner with my asparagus and, you know, whatever. But I feel like OMAD is definitely something that, um, especially when you're first starting off that you could really like fit into your lifestyle and, and, and it's a good fit. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see anything wrong with it. I mean, I see Gourmet does OMAD a lot and, you know, every time he posts his OMAD food, I kind of get a little woody. So, I mean, I see what you guys are doing and I'm loving it. Oh my God, it. look at the size of these plates. <laughs> Dude, you ever see those, this boy Gourmet cook? Have you ever, have you seen this boy? I've seen some anyway, Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. They, oof. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Chance, it has come Go. time for one of my favorite questions of the podcast. Um, if you could go back in time and talk to 12-year-old Chins. What would you, uh, what would Chance say to Chins right now? Learn to love yourself. Don't care what those other people are saying. You're, you're a good person. You have value. And uh, you don't need dessert. <laughs> you know? But that's, that's it. That's what he would say. Um, if you accept yourself for who you are. And, and stop trying to impress everybody. Not everyone has to be your friend. That's, that's what you'd say to them. I love that. I love that a lot. So now before I ask my other favorite question of the podcast, I first want to know this. What does the future hold for Chance and Fat Chance trying? Um, I don't know, man. I just keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I want to I wanna get bigger and stronger and, into the whole weightlifting game. Right. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of saggy skin that I want to fill out. Obviously, down the road, I want I I will. I've already made my, up my mind. I'm going to look at surgery to get the loose skin removed. That's just something personal choice, whatever. Right. Um. And yeah, just just keep up this this lifestyle. I mean, that not keep it up. This is this is my lifestyle. This is the lifestyle. Let's use you guys. You know, um. But definitely bigger, stronger. Big arms. That's, that's a big arms and big chest. Oh, that's what yeah. I want, you know? yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Brother. <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah, Hell yeah. Every, every day, baby. Time. Every day, baby. We got to get these games, baby. Anyway. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. Hell, is bro. The gym, is the gym that way? Or is it, or is it that way? <laughs> right there. All right, Chance. Now it's time for my last favorite question of the podcast. If you could give... Uh, three pieces of advice to everyone at home who's listening, what would those pieces of advice be? First and foremost, get your mental health right. If you're, if you're, if you're overweight, there, there, there's some reason behind it. And I honestly think for a lot of guys who get to the size I get, you're, you're depressed. You, yeah. you can't say you're not. I, I mean, maybe you're not, but I'm going to go out shot in the dark. There, there's something wrong upstairs. It doesn't make you a weak person, but get it checked out get your get right with that secondly do your fucking research mm -hmm. god <laughs> i mean it's, it's not hard do it 
make your mental health a priority. Do your research going into a, a lifestyle change or a diet, right? Right. And, and then you will have success with it. And when someone offers you a good piece of advice, don't say, oh, but, but I can't. No, just fucking do it. <laughs> I, you, I, I, I get that a lot now. And someone, like, I mean, and make sure the advice is right for you, I guess, is what I should say. But like, stop making excuses. Right, right. I, I can't get to the gym because it's too early. No, go. I, oh, well, I, I, I can't do meal prep because I, I, I can't afford keto bricks and, and ghee and grass-fed <laughs> beef. Fuck that. Go to Walmart, get the normal stuff, keep it fucking simple. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't need to be hard. I can't go to the gym because of COVID. Go for a walk. Yep. Exactly. Everyone went bananas on Instagram doing home workout videos. What the fuck's your problem, right? Right. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell I, fucking I, yeah. I love I the mean, abrasiveness. Some people need to hear that. Some people yeah. Some people know the support system and some people need to just be told, stop being a bitch. Like yeah, some yeah. people need to hear it. I needed to tell myself that. Stop being a bitch. Quit crying. Get up. Get something done. And that's, I tell myself that every morning mm-hmm. and then Love I it. listen to Alex and then I'm like, fuck, now I have to do shit. <laughs> Love it. Love Absolutely it. Love it. All right, Chance, where can we find you? How do we, uh, plug it, baby. Plug everything. Do um, it. yeah, just, just Instagram fat chance trying hashtag fat chance trying. That's it. That's, that's all I'm on. I had to connect it to a Facebook, but it was fucking annoying. So Too much. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I want to thank you for taking your time out today I and joining us. It. This has been a very yeah, I, awesome I, episode. This was. I enjoyed the hell of it, boys. Thank you so much. So thank you guys for joining us again on the ALG podcast. It is always a pleasure, and the pleasure is ours. If you're not already, please like, share, and subscribe, because the more you do that, the more episodes you'll get. You know so what I heard? What'd you hear? I heard if you like, share, and subscribe, you get gains. Do you? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, so it's, scientific, it's I, I, scientifically yeah. proven. If you like, David's share, science and subscribe, guy, so. yeah. you get gains. Cool. So like, share, subscribe, tell somebody, text it to somebody, show somebody, and uh, yeah, have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you guys for joining us. Toodles.